All right, we're back. Together. Uh, yep, we're both here together. I feel like we need Eminem song. Zom back. Well, you know, <laughs> we have only each other in this house, along with our three children, for the foreseeable future. So, you know, it's a good time to record a podcast. I think we've got to go through all of our music and let them listen to Eminem. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> all right, so today we're talking about... Gosh, can you guys guess what we're talking about today? Hmm, I would probably venture to guess something about staying inside for quite a long time, only with your children and your spouse, and that's it. And what's that do to? Dun, dun, dun. dun. Coronavirus. All right, so today Tyler is talking about all the structure, the planning, the behavior plan, all that boring crap. And then I'm going to filter in some other stuff here. So, all right, Tyler, go for it. So we are going to just basically cover the main things that you need to keep your kids' behavior and your own behavior in check during this COVID-19 epidemic, pandemic, whatever they're calling it. So we're going to go over three main topics. The first is going to be structure. The second is variety. And the third is movement. So starting with structure, structure you know, it really can be called predictability. It can be related to routines. And the main thing that it really does is it helps provide some semblance of normalcy for our kids. So our specific children being in kindergarten and second grade really thrive on that predictability because if they don't have it, anxiety starts to just creep in. They don't know what's coming next. They're concerned about the future and they're not sure. So whatever little bit of structure that we can give them during this unpredictable time is going to go a long way in reducing that anxiety. And I'm going to jump in here really quick. Uh, Today we were interviewed to be on the news and I brought up, you know, a story. Every morning our girls would sit and they would eat breakfast. And at breakfast time they would look at the lunch schedule. And on the lunch schedule it had what they were going to eat for lunch that day and then what the date was. And from there they, you know, had a little bit of structure in their morning to start off with. Well, I'm sure all of you have either outlook on your phone or you use google calendar or you use a paper calendar or a paper planner well imagine you had everything written down in that and you're used to writing in that or you're used to seeing that and then it gets taken away from you you're feeling a little anxious you're feeling a little stressed out and you're like what day is it I don't even know. I don't have my planner. I don't know when my meetings are. I don't know when I'm going to eat lunch. And I don't know what time I'm supposed to pick my kids up at. So this was all taken away from our kids, was their structure and their planning. And as much as I like to think that Tyler and I are pretty flexible, like we are okay with going with the flow and flying by the seat of our pants, probably more so than the average person, that doesn't mean that our kids are that way. So I'm constantly reminding myself that our kids thrive on structure. And as much as I want them to be this like, oh, just don't worry about it. Like, I don't know what we're having for lunch today. I went out of my way and Tyler went and bought this big whiteboard at Menards. It costs eight bucks. I don't think you can go on Menards anymore, so you'll have to order it on Amazon Prime. But 
big whiteboard. It's in the middle of my kitchen. It doesn't look that great. It's okay. But I was able to list off our schedule and list off what we're having for lunch that day. It required a little bit of planning, a little bit of aesthetically not pleasing looking in my kitchen, but it does the job. The girls look at it at breakfast time. They know what they're going to have for lunch, just like they did every other morning, and they have an idea of what is going to go on for the day. And what these hour slots look like are are not anything crucial or pressing. It's like 9 a.m. we go on a family walk. 9.30, we'll do a little academic time. Maybe their teacher sent them something in the mail. Then after that, they have a little bit of creative time. Maybe that's just writing in their journal. Maybe that's taking out our pots and pans and making really annoying noises. And then at 11 o'clock, we have lunch. 12 o'clock, we have gym class with dad that we'll get into further. I just wanted you to know that structure can look different. And even though we are like, our kids need to not do structure or you know depend upon it we as adults do depend upon it maybe in a different way yeah um coming back to the whiteboard i think it looks awesome so that's just my opinion but i think also the structure is more important sometimes than following it and let me just explain what i mean there because having a plan is sometimes the most important thing because it at least allows us then to have something to riff off of now, structure, like Hillary was mentioning, doesn't mean rigidity. It doesn't mean that 9 o'clock, you got to go on that family walk. Like today, Callan was in the bath at 9 o'clock, so we bumped it back. And it's not. it doesn't have to be so rigid, but at the same time, it does need to be something. And that way, it allows us to be flexible built around that. Another thing that the structure really does during this time is it helps us keep our screen time in check. And if you've been following us for a little bit, you know how we are pretty really serious about monitoring that uncontrolled screen time because once our kids get to that 30, 45, 60 minute mark, they really do start to turn into zombies and the brain gets a little mushy in that frontal cortex. The executive functioning slows down, they get more irritable, it's just not good times. And so that allows us to really control when they are gonna be on those devices and use it as a tool instead of just something that we're just gonna let them have because we don't know what else to do. And I'm gonna throw this in here really quick to give you guys some real life is the last two days when our oldest has had behavior it was after a longer period of screen time yep that's true and it happens it happens to us it happens to everybody uh it's just something to be conscious of and this structure helps us to at least avoid some of that so that's our number one point for helping keep behavior in check we'll move to our next one it is variety. Now, not only is it the spice, of, the spice of life, but it also helps us keep behavior down and it helps us keep our kids from getting bored because once kids get bored, they just want to start messing stuff up and see what happens to get themselves entertained. And, you know, this is something that during this time in space with the internet, we have so many resources, like almost like too many. It's almost a paralysis by analysis. And there's so many things out there to dive into. Um, there was something really cool that Hillary stumbled upon. Is that Miss Miss Megan? Yeah. Miss Megan's kindergarten class. You guys need to, if you have a kindergartner or somewhere in around that age, give that a shout out. Or give that a look on, on Facebook. She goes live every day 
Monday at 9, I think it's 9 a.m. Central. And it's like a circle time, story time, calendar time. Um, and that's something that could give a little bit more structure and it's a different variety for your kids. Well, and that's not something you're going to do maybe every day. That's an example. Um, there's a lot of examples out there. So find out what that is. I know your guys' schools should have provided you with some of that variety and some of those programs as well. So look into those. Honestly, like we got all of our passwords and logins and each girl had a different program and, and it's overwhelming. Like it's going to take us a few days to get our heads around what this variety is going to look like, but the variety is important. So make a list of what all of those resources are and start to rotate through them, putting them into your structure. Another really good thing to do is just to reach out to the people in your network that have the experience and education working with children that are around or at the same age of your kids. This is where our teacher friends come in in their weight and gold. This is where we rely on them to show us the way. This is what they've done and their passion and, and this is what you know we need them for. So give them a call and see what they have. I won't even say just your teacher friends. There's a lot of really organized, well thought out moms out there and mom groups out there that have like 80 page list of guides for your kindergartner, first grader, second grader. Like I'm going to try to look up one of those lists and put it in the show notes. But man, like they, it's not just teachers out there. It is those moms that are super diligent about that. We have a, I created a free 44 activities to do at home with your kids. I'll list that um, freebie here in the show notes too that you can grab a hold of. But there are some awesome just resources, honestly, in Facebook groups. My my favorite of that list is maybe the hallway hopscotch. That's been a personal favorite for our girls. Yeah, we did. We <laughs> created that. They like it. it. It lasts them about 20 minutes. Anything to buy some time. Hey, 20 minutes at a time. Just take it one 20 minutes at a time or take it one what the at a time as you get through these days it's all about variety so there's a lot of resources out there don't be paralyzed by them and do your best to, to keep things switching up because boredom is the enemy with that all right our final one is movement and if you've been following us for any bit of time you knew we were going to end up here this is what we so strongly believe in exercise is one of my favorite behavior regulation tools we feel it so strongly we built an entire program around it called therapeutic fitness we've been running it in our gym for the past let's see three months now and today was our second day of actually bringing it remotely into the into the living rooms of people all around the country it's been absolutely incredible to see it now we believe it so strongly because you know that moderate to high intensity exercise every 90 minutes or even you know every couple hours is so important because it gets those brain derived nootropic factors going it gets all the good chemicals in the brains going it reduces the bad chemicals, those stress, those stress-inducing chemicals, and it allows our kids to be better learners. It improves memory. It improves concentration. It's even been as effective in scientific studies as stimulant drugs like Adderall. So, I mean, this is some potent stuff, guys, and it's not necessarily something that we expect everybody to just do on their own, and that's exactly why we created the program we did. Well, I'll just link that in the show notes for you to join in. I am going to close it on Thursday morning for this first two-week round, and then I'll open it back up 
after those initial two weeks are over with. I don't have the dates in front of me on that. So if you are listening to this a couple weeks down the line, uh, just look on behaviorchangecollective.com and you can check out from there when the next session will be going. And the main reason we picked two weeks is, well, we we got news that our girls' school was going to close on, you know, yesterday, the Monday, because they were already on spring break. So we knew they were going to close on Friday, that Friday, the last Friday of their spring break. And Hillary just had this amazing idea that, you know, we're not going to be able to serve people in physical spaces anymore. Our gym closed down effectively today. We are, um, today's the 17th, happy St. Patrick's Day. So this podcast will release tomorrow. So our, we, our gym actually physically closed down today and um, we are bringing that programming online too. So our therapeutic fitness also will no longer be going on in person. So this was her idea to bring it to people all across the country. And it allows us to have that structure it allows it to be, you know, like a lot of variety because it's coming to you every single day, different movements from a certified instructor. So and there it, we go. Taylor's sitting the three points. Structure, variety, movement. One, then, two, three. And then the movement. Yep. The movement is what it's all about in 30 minutes. Additionally, we're going to end it with some social skill and or emotional regulation skill following that movement. So today we talked about gratitude. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, I just want to bring this full circle back and just say, you know, being the other side of the spectrum, I think that, you know, Tyler made some amazing points with number one, providing some structure, whatever that looks like for you. Number two, variety, changing it up. Number three is adding in the movement. But number four is the Hillary Wild card. And that is, you know what, sometimes you just have to survive the day. You just have to get through the day and whatever that looks like for you, that doesn't make you a good parent, a bad parent, a mediocre parent, whatever that looked like for you for the day, like just survive the day. This is what is going to create and make our kids resilient and get through a lot of adversity. So how you choose to move on and parent your kids through this, like that is going to change the trajectory of the rest of their school year in whatever capacity that looks like. So just know that remaining positive is a really good thing, but it's okay if you have rough days because tomorrow is a new day and just survive it. That's what I got to say. And everything in life is a face. I say that over and over again. I was interviewed on a podcast and they said, what was the best parenting advice you ever gotten? And that was something that a friend of mine told me down in Milwaukee. She was like, you know what? Everything in life is just a phase. And this is just a short stint and a small phase. We talked about it on our sleep podcast that we were on, that if your kids aren't sleeping through the night, it's just a phase. Same with this coronavirus or COVID-19. It's just a phase. Yeah, it's just a phase and perspective is everything. Turning this thing into an adventure, finding those silver linings, practicing gratitude. I mean, this is our fourth night in a row that we had a sit down dinner together as a family. And I can't remember the last time we even had maybe two or three nights in a row just because our life has been so go, go, go crazy. So this has been an opportunity for us to slow down, for us to really love on each other, to lean into each other and 
put in perspective what's important. And it doesn't have to be this horrible, you know, isolating time. It can be a time where you really get focused on the main things that matter to you in life, your kids, your family, that dream that you've been really waiting to build out and think on, that book you've been waiting to read, that guitar you've been waiting to learn how to play, whatever it might be, find the silver lining and just go get it. Have a good perspective. All right. So with that, if this podcast was speaking to you, I'd love for you to write us a review. And I mean it. We want your review. If this, you know, struck a chord with you, if it, you know, made you feel warm and fuzzy, if it was relatable, if you like Tyler and I on together, I would love to hear from you. We read all of our reviews. I like refresh our behavior buff page to see if we have new reviews. And I'd love to be able to read yours next week on our podcast. So with that, I'm ending. Tyler, did you want to say anything? Just that if you're interested in any more support services, reach out to us personally. We'll still be doing one-on-one coaching throughout this time more than ever. In our parent group, Behavior Change Collective Parents, be going live in there every Friday. This Friday, I'm going to be talking about our new girls in-home behavior plan uh, and what that looks like. So if that's interesting to you, go in that group and we'll see you on Friday. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye for now.